0: If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you be? Two of many questions that two American friends are posed in this entertaining and fun episode. I'm Chris Casey, and this is Sea to Shining Sea. Welcome back to Sea to Shining Sea. I'm Chris Casey. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode nine of Sea to Shining Sea, and we're going to have a little fun today. I have my best friend, Mr. Mike Davis, with me. Mike, who uh, resides in my hometown of Burlington, Iowa, West Burlington, Iowa, I guess, let yep. say, is joining us today. Welcome, Mike, to Sea to Shining Sea. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. You bet. Mike is actually a co-creator of this podcast. Uh, I I deemed him that because the uh, title of the podcast was his idea, and I ran with it. So I'm so excited to have him on the podcast today. And uh, we got kind of a fun little thing we're going to do today. Uh, We picked up fun and interesting questions to perk up boring gatherings. (laughs) (laughs) So we're calling this episode two american guys and what we're going to do is these are our questions about entertainment, movies, TV, stuff like that. And then we're going to we got some questions about history, and then we have some life's questions. And of course, we'll uh we'll sneak in a PSA there as well. So these are just going to be random questions. We're going to have fun with it. As we go through these questions, we're going to go back and forth. Uh, as you're listening, uh, maybe come up with an answer of your own. Uh, send it to me. I'd love to hear your answers or see your answers. Of course, I'm on Twitter, ChrisCasey at ChrisCasey71. And you could also email me, C, the letter C to shining C, letter C, 2019 at gmail.com. So I'd, I'd love to hear some feedback. I am now over 300 downloads. Uh, cheers to the folks in the United Kingdom who've listened. Uh, I spent time in the United Kingdom and that's pretty cool that you all are listening across the pond. Also, Cheers or cheers to the folks up north. I have some folks in Ontario. So, uh the podcast is worldwide, Mike. Did you think that would happen when we talked about this?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Just a matter of time.
0: Oh, yes, yeah. I had faith. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I am actually back in my hometown this weekend. I'm I left North Carolina and I came up here to the great white north where it's a little chilly, but we're going to warm up with some uh, beverages and a uh, fire later, so. Absolutely. So what do you say, Mike, uh Let's
1: do it. All right. Top twenty questions. This will be uh, this
0: yes, be special. Yes. We do have twenty questions. Up. All right. So let's start with number one. And how we're the format we're going to do this, folks, is I'm going to pose the question. Mike's going to answer first, and then I'll answer second, and we'll just see where it goes. So it'll be a, a little a little organic movement, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so first question. This is be in the entertainment section, of course. Mike. Name three celebrities you most
1: admire, and I don't care if they're living or dead or, or whatever. Yeah. So, celebrity wise, I would say I would like to meet John Wayne, John Candy, oh. and um, oh my god, how about Jim Carrey? We'll throw him in there.
0: Oh, all right,
1: all right. Uh, two of the three
0: I would actually agree with you on, and one of them might be in one of my celebrities. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And you know, I just talked about John Wayne in my last episode. Oh yeah, yep. So uh, I tell you what, man, this is this is cool. I love this. The uh, John Candy barf. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. We uh, spaceballs. Oh my I mean, goodness. You, you yes, yeah. yes. Oh yeah. But I loved him in his barf. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Great outdoors. So, Faster. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My three celebrities. Mm, Ronald Reagan. Okay. Dean Martin. Classy, yeah. John Wayne. Okay. I'd I accept those three very happily. Imagine sitting in a bar with the three of those guys. Oof. Huh?
1: <laughs> Jelly beans and whiskey.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I like Ron's movies. Uh, the most obscure movie, baseball movie, is called The Winning Team. He played Grover Cleveland Alexander, who was a pitcher for the Cardinals when they won their first World Series. In the 20s, right against the Yankees, they beat Murderers Row, I think it's 26. And uh, he played a pitcher, and I love that movie. Dory was Doris Day's first movie, he played his wife. I'll have to check it out. So, uh, so yeah, you guys know I'm a big movie guy, and of course, this ha- there has to be TV and movies in here. Come on, you know, you know, so anyway,
1: so solid
0: picks, solid picks. All right, moving to question two. All right. This is going to be a fun one. Question two is, name a
1: celebrity you think is lame. So I've been to L.A. before um, (laughs) as a tourist going out there, and I like real people. I like salt of the earth, real people. And so which one do I think is lame? I would say probably most, but if I had to kind of, I'm going to throw out the whole Kardashian clan. There you go. (laughs) But anyway, solid pick. Yeah. So I like real people, not <clears throat> just because you are beautiful or somebody thinks you can act. Doesn't mean you have real talent. Yes. Yes.
0: I'm gonna say, man, there are so many to pick from.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I would just say Justin Bieber because everybody talks about, you know. And I don't think he's very current right now, but he always seems pretty lame. You know, and they make a lot of fun of him on Saturday yeah. Night Live, so. All right, number three here. Solid question. Name your three favorite movies. And I know you're a movie guy like that. Oh, them. yeah,
1: absolutely. So, three favorite movies. I would have to say ones I could watch all the time, anytime. Remote droppers. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Shawshank Redemption. It can be midnight. It comes on. I'm staying up till two to watch it. So, <laughs> I'm saying Shawshank, Little George Strait, Little Pure Country. Nice. And um, I'm throw a little action in there. True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. Nice, nice. True Lies. Wow.
0: You know what? I don't have any of those.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
0: <laughs> well, the folks that have listened before probably already heard me. If they've heard me on the concession counter, uh, they've heard my favorite movie, my number one movie of all time is Empire Strikes Back. It's not episode five. It's Empire Strikes Back. That's my number one. Number two is, was filmed right here in the state of Iowa. Field of Dreams, which I've used many a time. Yep. Back in the day, a lot of people don't remember that movie, but back in the day when I was in the Air Force, I'd use it to tell folks where I was from. Yeah. Because they thought, Oh, you're from Iowa? Oh, they got good potatoes there. No, no, I'm not That's from Idaho. Idaho. Yes. Anyway, uh amazing movie. Watch I own it. I could watch it. I actually make a plan every year before baseball season Get in your a regular in a regular year. Yep. I watch Ken Burns baseball the documentary. documentary. Yep. And then I watch Field of Dreams. And major league. So I got Empire Strikes Back, Field of Dreams, number three for me. It's a between a couple of them, but I would say Apollo thirteen is my number Ooh. three. Is my number three. I love that movie. I I own it. I could watch it over and over. Haven't watched it in a while, uh, but that's have to take that. Back. Ron Howard's best movie ever. And right. I and I like Backdraft because I was a firefighter. But Apollo thirteen, it was just so well done. And and how they went up into it, the vomit comet and filmed it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my three solid picks. Yep. All around. I'll all be around. happy with those two. So, this is fun, man. I'm yeah. having a good time. All right. Number four is let's see here. All right. This is a this is a fun question. And you guys listening, where would you, or if you
1: could live in any TV home, what would it be? So that's a fun question. Um so I got thinking about if you go Flintstones, that's pretty old and that's pretty rough. <laughs> yes. Yes. Brady's to be fun. I love me some married with children. Yeah. I'm going to say Jetsons. The Jetsons. Because it's just things that we <clears throat> haven't seen yet. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Solid.
0: And, yeah. So I'm going to say Jetsons. Solid. Jetsons. All right. All right. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to throw you a big wrench. A big wrench. This is an old show back in the day. Uh, Sanford and Son. Oh, I would love to hang out with Fred Sanford on the couch drinking Ripple, and,
1: <laughs> and he would have some words of wisdom. Cutting
0: for you. up. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. This is a big one, Elizabeth. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so Sanford and Son would be my answer. Okay, so, uh, two fun picks. So, what what was your answer, folks that are out there listening? Uh, let me know. That'd be fun to know. Let's see. Number five.
1: If you could be a cartoon character. Any cartoon character for a week, who would you be? Same thing, kind of debate on that one quite a bit, too. And so I'm going to go Scooby-Doo. Nice, He'd nice. to meet all kinds of famous celebrities, <laughs> go on tons of misadventures, and eat anything he wants. Yes. So I'm, yes. I'm going to go Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I am going where
0: you were kind of earlier. I'm going to go with Fred Flintstone. Okay. Yabba-dabba-doo. <laughs> well, my... I'm already kind of like Fred, you know, because I got Wilma at home. She's yes. always telling me what to do. And she's usually right. So uh, poor Fred. I don't get into crazy schemes like he does. But no, I think it'd be fun because you know what? Fred walks around with just a shirt on, no pants. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> We're half cavemen anyway. So Yes, yes, so. yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Number six on the list here. This is kind of fun. This is kind of fun. You think about it. If you're a movie fan, if you're out there, Mike, who would play him, play you in a movie
1: of your life? So, same thing. That's kind of one of those tough questions you go. I could take that a lot of ways. I'm a pretty serious guy, but pretty fun guy, too. So, one of my wife's favorite actors. I'm going to go Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Sar- Ant-Man. 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 So, sarcastic <laughs> enough. Local Midwestern guy. Um
0: well, was he an anchorman? He was the uh, cat. He, he took cat pictures. Yes. So. <laughs> Had the, the chemical spray for his. Was it a, Panther? Black Panther? Black, yes, Black Panther. <laughs> yep. So Paul Rudd for Mike, ladies and gentlemen, here on Sea to Shining Sea. Okay. Who would I? I, I got to say Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Yep. He's uh, He's funny. He seems warm, genuine, like me. Anyway, uh, not a a small guy, you know. So, yeah, I think Drew Carey, you know. Of course, I would love Harrison Ford, you know. That'd be cool, but that's not me. So, (laughs) I do bad imitations. So, just so you know. That's that's all good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number seven. Let me take a look here. Number seven on the list is... Dun dun dun. This is a solid question. Another movie related question. What is your favorite movie quote?
1: Is it from one of the movies that you mentioned? Um favorite movie quote. No, I'm gonna go, it's kind of more of in your realm. Life is tough. It's even more difficult if you're stupid. You go the little John Wayne little uh, around <laughs> roundabout there.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So solid, solid. Yeah. I bet you can guess where mine's from. What movie?
1: <laughs> Well, we were quoting some Spaceballs last night, so... Uh. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be a, a, a close second. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, for those of you who've seen Spaceballs, uh, you would know this one. I'm just going to mention this honorable mention just because it's fun. And there's no rating on this podcast, so... <laughs> What's your name? Well, I'm Sergeant Asshole. Yeah, he's my cousin. I'm Colonel Asshole. And Dark Helmet says, who else is an asshole here? And they all raise their hand and he says, oh, I'm surrounded by assholes. assholes. (laughs) That's not my favorite movie quote, but you said Spaceballs, so we had to go there. Absolutely. We had to go there. Anyway, my favorite movie quote has to be, and I remember seeing it in the theater, no, I am your father. Ooh. And it's not Luke on your father. It's what I just said. That's one of the most misquoted movie lines of all time. fact. Anyway, so Empire Strikes Back when Vader tells Luke he's his father. Yes.
1: Pivotal moment, yes.
0: Pivotal moment. All right, number eight. All right. Along with another movie, movie question. We all grew up with these movies. They're still going on. They're making them live-action Disney movies. Mike, what is your favorite
1: Disney movie? So... Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I like Disney. And so now that kind of Disney and Pixar have kind of come together, well, that kind of changes things.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Disney by itself, you go, well, that's one thing. Um, if I had to go with just a straight-up Disney, uh, hmm. <laughs> well.
0: There's a lot, man. There's a lot to pick from. A lot to pick from.
1: I'm, I'm going to sneak into the
0: Pixar world. I'm going to go Toy Story. Saw pick, Saw a pic. Toy Story, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, yeah, to infinity and beyond. <laughs> All right, I have pondered. I mean, I I remember growing up with Disney when I was a kid when it, we didn't have cable. Swiss Family Robinson, yeah. those, yeah, 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 yeah. oh yeah. But I rest, rested on the American treasure, uh, Robin Williams and his portrayal in Aladdin of the Jenny. I just love Aladdin, and I. The new one was eh, but just Aladdin. I could throw that in and still watch it today. I'm Fun. a 50 year old man and I still love it. I mean, but it had good, good tunes. <clears throat> Robin Williams' comedic timing and that is just perfect. And if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube. There are outtakes and bits that Disney wouldn't let him do because they were too risque. Yeah. And you will laugh your ass off. It's funny. Oh, Gilbert Gottfried's oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Solid movie. I, that's my favorite, uh, favorite Disney. So I might even change my
1: mind on that and agree with you on that. So it's one. not
0: Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs.
1: No, <laughs> no. Or Sleeping Beauties. No, nope. we're good. Yeah, <clears throat> that'll work.
0: <laughs> Number nine is okay. Another fun movie question: If someone made a movie of your life, Mike, would it be a drama, a comedy, a romantic comedy? an action film, or science fiction?
1: Well, I am definitely not a drama guy whatsoever. <laughs> and I do things in my life that just make me laugh, so it would definitely have to be a comedy. I would agree. Uh, you know, there's parts of my
0: life have been dramatic, but I try to always look on the bright side of things and be happy and make people laugh, so mine would definitely be a comedy. Yep. Maybe a romantic comedy, you know, when I met my beautiful wife, uh, that part of it, but yep. not, not a... And in no way do I like romantic comedies, just to make sure you know that. (laughs) But
1: if you're going to throw The Beautiful Wife in there, you might as well say. Absolutely, absolutely. And we are both blessed that way, so yes.
0: (laughs) All right. So we are done with the entertainment portion. Uh, We're going to move on to questions about history or historical figures. All right, so this would be question one for this section. Okay, Mike,
1: which historical figure would you like to be? So that was, I looked at that question earlier and I'm like, boy, there's a lot of good options on that. If you want to go, we live in the greatest country ever. Absolutely. And if you look at things a little crazy in the world right now, mm-hmm. maybe not the best character in the world, um, as far as who would be the most admirable, but I'm going to go George Washington. If we're going to Solid. develop a new country, yes. and a new doctrine, a new philosophy, let's be the father of the country. Let's you, know, you think about his life or he think about his life.
0: I mean, the things he had to do and when he died what had um what's the word I'm looking for? The legacy he had left, you know. He grew up in Britain. Unprecedented. It was. I mean, I think he wanted everybody to call him his highness or something. <laughs> Instead of or his excellency here. <laughs> or- <laughs> but he was physically a big man though. Oh, he was. He was huge. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Mine would be, I pondered, it's going to be the same time frame, the late 1800s. I thought about one person, but being a military guy, I went back to another one. My choice would be Ulysses S. Grant. Midwestern guy. Yep. I've seen his, one of his childhood homes. I've seen the, uh, farm he owned in Missouri, which is now Grant's farm. Correct. Um, if you ever make it there, it's pretty cool. The little house that they lived in is still there. Uh, they used uh, for the main gate. They used Civil War rifles to build it. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. So if you get a chance to go there, it's, it's great. But, uh, Ulysses S. Grant and I've seen a recent documentary, uh, in the last six months on history uh, about his life and he was a terrible president. He was, uh, let's put it this way, he did not need to be president. He was only president because nobody else wanted. They want, you know, it was just kind of he, that is an area of our presidency that's not the best. Uh, from when Lincoln was shot, our presidency kind of took a dip until the 1900s. I mean, there was nothing really. I mean, he was,
1: they were getting he was corrupt
0: and he was, you know, it was. But I would like to be him during the Civil War, before the Civil War. His upbringing was, I mean, he was not very humble. I mean, he used to take wood to town to sell to make money for him. That I mean, that was he was humble. I came from humble beginnings so I could relate. Yep. And uh I just I think that would be an, an interesting figure to to see and have been a part of. Sure. So anyway, all right, moving on. Number 2 under the historical section here is um let's see. If
1: you could time travel, where would you go? Where and when? So Yeah. Yeah. So I would go back to the time of dinosaurs, prehistoric time. I want to see what things really looked like. How wrong have our scientists got what our dinosaurs were? they scales? Were their feathers? Whatever. And just see, you know, answer the question. Was there roadkill back then too? <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: I would, and, and this is kind of bouncing off of who you wanted to be. I would like to go back to our founding fathers era. Uh 1776 we signed a declaration of independence i would in the constitution i would have loved to been there in that room in the pub, on the wall drinking oh yes yes and, and just see how knowing where we're at now you know that most of those people roll over in their grave with kind of the world right now but um i would love to check that i'm always i'm a big history buff i love history so yeah that's kind of what i would do yep um,
1: all right, cool. I like, we kind of think it's similar yeah. here. And Very I similar. I can totally agree with everything you're saying. Yep. But just like, we're just trying to <laughs> throw out some options for y'all.
0: All right. So number three on this section, another histor- historical question. Um, if you could have dinner with anyone from history,
1: who would it be? So I'll get a little sentimental with you guys. Yeah. Um, my grandpa was in the Army in World War II. Mm-hmm. He drove a wrecker and followed Patton and his crew. I would love to go back, back to Germany at that point in time and have have a MRE, have have rations with him. Awesome. Then. Awesome, man.
0: That's awesome. That is wonderful,
1: man. Man, that's cool. I, I, yeah. And I'm going to throw in a little side note. The only reason I'm here today As the story goes, um, in college I had to interview somebody that was geriatric age. So I interviewed my grandpa. We sat around the kitchen table. wow. And one of the stories he told me that I never knew until I was 25 plus, that he lost the brakes in his wrecker, in his tow truck. And if it wasn't for his buddies in front of him and behind him, sandwich him to go down these German mountain hills, he would have just... Probably oh went over the cliff and goodness. died, so I wow. wouldn't have existed if it weren't for that.
0: Oh my goodness! Thank goodness!
1: Thank God had a plan, right? God so i have I have pictures of my grandpa sitting on his tow truck. Um, he had my grandma's name stenciled on the door.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> yep.
1: that is awesome. I'm going back to World War II with grandpa,
0: awesome, wonderful, wonderful. I would, and I pondered this as well. I am going to go, kind of go back to movies. Uh, I would love to have dinner with John Wayne. Dinner and whiskey, and and just have him talk to me about his you know career. I I would just just be able you know sit there and listen you know to Iowa natives talking. Yeah, <laughs> um, and you guys know after this last episode how much I love the Duke. I want to get a I want to get a <laughs> another dog and name him Duke after John Wayne.
1: I had a dog named Duke.
0: Did you? Yeah.
1: Oh sweet. Coon
0: dog got kept in town. <laughs> his name was Duke. Nice. And, that, and you could tell my wife that's a solid dog name. It is solid. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Question four on this uh, set of questions. All right. We're having a dinner party, Mike. Yep. Three famous people, living or dead, you would want at your dinner
1: party. So that's a really fun question. I got thinking about that. I like to tinker out in the garage and play with things. So I'm going to say Benjamin Franklin, Leonardo da Vinci, and need somebody fun to mix it up, so I'm gonna throw in like Chris Farley. Because <laughs> you can't be too serious as, all the time. You got it as Matt Foley. Oh, as Matt Foley. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! You better watch
1: it, or you're gonna be in a van down by the river, <laughs> or a flying space machine, or whatever. So yeah, so that's my three. Oh my goodness! Great,
0: great, great, great. All right, mine's gonna kind of be. An extension of the last question, sure. So me and John Wayne are sitting there. In walks Bob Hope. Oh, he's gonna you know keep us laughing. Oh yeah. And the one living person, I call him a historical figure, Jay Leno. I love Jay Leno and his Garage Show. I just I love it, man. Yeah. And Jay, he's wearing jeans and a shirt. Like, you go have a beer with him. Yes. So I think between him and Hope, the Duke and I would be sitting there laughing our ass off. So.
1: <laughs> and that's why I threw in my choice to go, yeah, let's get some smart but smart ass people too. Yes, We're going to have fun.
0: So, and I'll tell you what, our dinner parties will meet. Oh, my God. Oh. Be- <laughs> that could be a podcast in itself. It could be. <laughs> Maybe we should write that up. Oh, my oh for
1: our next little skit. Oh, yes, yes, yes.
0: yes. All right, so number five, the last question under the historical uh, side of things. Okay, it's not really historical. It's about travel. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: So, I've traveled our country. We have a gorgeous country. Yes. I have missed... See the shining sea. Yes. (laughs) I have missed Alaska and Hawaii for now. Okay. And i missed the New England states. Otherwise, I mean, I've hit 38, 39 states, Mm -hmm. so we're going to get it. I'm going to say anywhere with mountains. So it could be the Colorado side or it could be, you know, more of the Carolinas. But I'd love me some mountains, that fresh air, Absolutely. being up in the clouds and just. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. smells live, better.
0: Living an hour and 45 minutes from the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's anytime we go up there, you just, you sit there and it's like instant relaxation, instant yep. peace. I mean, yeah. If, if I ever win the Powerball, I'll have a mountain house and a beach house. And a lake house. Yeah. You know. (laughs) Okay, so mountains, Mike? Yep, mountains. mountains. All right. um, Where would I want to travel if I could go anywhere? You know, I have a bucket list of places that I haven't been that I want to go. And I've been around a minute, you know, lived in England, been around in Saudi Arabia, Turkey, those areas. Just, you know, but not for fun. (laughs) Right. That being said, uh, having been military, I want, before I die, I want to go to Pearl Harbor. I don't want to go to Hawaii. I don't need to go there for sitting on the beach, whatever everybody else goes there for. I'd only go there just to see Pearl Harbor. If I flew there for one day, went to Pearl Harbor, got to see everything, and then came home, I'd be fine with that. So that, to me, have you been there?
1: I have not been to that. My parents have. Well, maybe a trip needs to be had in the next couple of years. My parents were there two or three years ago, and a word of advice for our listeners out there. If you do go there and you try to take a photo and you keep backing up and you keep backing up, there are chained little fences. Yeah. You will fall in. Oh. And they will does. scoop you up very quickly because it happens all the time. Really? So, yep. Oh my goodness gracious. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, just
0: watch that last step. <clears throat> yeah. Watch that last step. All right. Okay. So we've we've knocked out these entertainment movies, slash, whatever questions we've we've talked about some historical travel stuff we're gonna go to this third segment here in just a moment but it is october when we're recording this um and you might be listening to it in february what either way what i'm about to tell you you could do any day any week any month of the year is to check your smoke detectors i'm a fireman a 10-year vet of a fire department and the October time frame is when we would always go to the schools, talk to the kids about fire safety, stop, drop and roll and all that kind of stuff, how to dial 911. And we also tell them to have their mom and dad check their smoke detectors. Yep. Some of them are, are, are wired, but if it's, if it has batteries, change the battery, whether it's dead or not, please change it. We usually also tell them if daylight savings time, where, you know, if you change your clocks, same thing. But, uh, if you have smoke detectors and you're listening to this, give me a, do me a favor, just check them. Looking out for you here at Sea to Shining Sea, uh, an old fireman speaking. My wife hates that that I'm an old fireman because I'm like I'm like the little guy going around. Okay, that shouldn't be there. That cord shouldn't be plugged there. You know, I say I always she always gives me grief about it, and I tell her I said, well, I'm saving the house in burning down. and she just kind of shakes her head and smiles. Yep. So, so that
1: is our public service announcement for this episode. Uh, any thoughts on that, Mike? Well, they are very cheap. My new one that I just put up, it actually has a 10-year battery in it. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. And so, yeah, you can never have too many. And And have fire extinguishers everywhere. And if
0: you're moving into a new home and they don't have any that are working, I think your local fire department would probably put one in for
1: free. Yep. Um, Yeah, and always know your local fire department's number. One of the uh, coolest things for a wedding gift, 16 years ago, I had a boss... And when your young kids get married, you know, you don't want to spend money on things like a fire extinguisher. They're 25, 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. But we got a fire extinguisher for a wedding gift. And I give a lot of those because it's something that you go, you don't want to spend the money on because it's not something you think you need until you need it. So right. fire extinguishers make great wedding gifts to young people. Absolutely. And, and relatively
0: inexpensive. Yeah. Relatively. All right. So we're going to hit this last section. We got six questions to go. We're doing pretty good, man. We're yeah. about a half hour in here. Um, and this is on a whim. I just, he gave me these questions and I knocked out some questions, kind of mi- mixed them up and uh, put them in segments. And here we go. Last segment. Question one. And these are going to be life's questions. So these might be a little deeper answer, not just a, a one-liner or whatever. Uh, I do love this story about your grandpa, dude. That's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. Thanks. Okay. So this first one, this is fun. This is a fun question. It is good. What was your favorite toy growing up?
1: So I grew up in the country. And so, you know, I had my best friend lived a mile away. I had a cousin lived just a couple miles away. So I'm going to say my favorite toy. I mean, yeah, I had Ertl tractors and all that stuff in a sandbox. (laughs) But my favorite toy was outside. I lived and I had a pond in the backyard. I could throw Mm -hmm. a rock into. I had woods. So my favorite toy was the stick that I picked up, the rock I threw up. Yes, yes. My favorite toy was just being outside as a kid. Awesome. That is awesome. I uh,
0: I I had trucks like that. I had I remember I had uh one of those big construction trucks that I could put Tonka my okay. a truck that yeah. I could put my knee in and ride. Absolutely. Downhills. Right <laughs> <did> all the <laughs> time. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you think, oh my God, we were nuts. Anyway. <laughs> and they were made, in, made out of metal at that point yes, in time too. Yes. Oh yeah. Big metal. Every uh Oh, yeah. Indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My favorite toy growing up. Uh, this would be reminiscent of Christmas Story. I had a Red Rider BB gun. Awesome. And that thing went with me everywhere when I was a kid. And uh, to this day, I remember it. It was awesome, you know, shooting pop cans in the backyard. And, I have one in uh, the garage. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, maybe we'll have to get that out. That anyway. may happen very soon. <laughs> So that was my favorite toy, and again, like you, I was always outside. Yeah. I mean, when we were kids, my mom and dad would say, "What are you doing in the house? Go, yeah, see you at supper." And and our parents didn't call us on cell phones; they no. went,
1: ah, you know, <laughs> being in the country, we actually had a dinner bell. So when it was time to come nice. in or whatever, nice, bring the dinner bell, and I could hear it from a mile away. And we'll get there <laughs> when I get there. But yeah,
0: no. oh, how times have changed. All right, question two. On
1: uh, life's questions, what accomplishment are you most proud of, Mike? Um, I come from a pretty solid family, and so just trying to, you know, kind of echo and mirror what they've done. So to be blessed with a great wife, great kids, and just trying to give back to my family and my community. So just trying to be a decent person. How awesome. About that? That's great. I,
0: My life accomplishment that I am most proud of for just – Life in general um, was joining the United States Air Force, serving, and getting honorably discharged, um, and have served my country. I'm a very proud veteran. Talked about in my first episode, actually, but my proudest and and best achievement in life is having two beautiful daughters and being dad. Yep, and then being dad to uh, three other children now, and and I love being dad. That to me. Uh, that completes my my day, my life, my week, whatever. Um, they always ask me, "What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday?" Just to hang out with you, and and I'm I'm a simple guy. We're blessed, you know. We're good. So I know that's a bit deep, and and you know not, but but it's a deep question, really, if you think about yeah. it. You I'll know, say same thing. So anyway, moving on to number three, what is your favorite holiday?
1: So I'm gonna go Thanksgiving. And the reason I say that, I mean, Christmas is nice, and you know the birth of Jesus—that's a pretty big yeah, amen, deal. Brother. Amen. But when you get past that, when we look at all the things we are blessed with, mm-hmm. um, I enjoy Thanksgiving. You know, it's the same meal no matter what. If you go to my family, you're going to leave right. miserable. You are going to just yeah. feel horrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, Thanksgiving because it is not commercialized, and it takes all the corporate America out of it. You just go. It's just we're sitting around. Sharing a meal, sharing laughs, harassing each other, and just saying, here's what we have. We have our health, our homes, our food, and just keeping it simple. You get the family together, and it's, is it good, is it bad? Yeah. (laughs) I thought
0: about Thanksgiving, but I am a sucker for Christmas. Maybe the Christmas movies, Christmas music. I don't want to hear it in October, but uh, usually after Thanksgiving, I like to hear it. But The Christmas movies... You know those kind of things. Not necessarily Christmas Day opening presents, but I, I like getting the tree. You know, Christmas vacation, getting the tree, setting everything up. You know, just the going anticipation, through the to build yeah. Up. yeah going through the motions is so not just Christmas Day, but the Christmas holiday season. Season. There we go. Yep. So, anyway, ho ho ho. So, <laughs> Green Giant. <laughs> nice. All right. Number four here on the... All right, man. Okay, let's hear it. Let's, uh, what
1: are you good at? Boy, that's a, that's a tough one. There's a lot of things I like to do. I like to think that I am adaptable, and there's not a challenge you can't throw at me that I don't know something about something. I work in healthcare, and so with that being said, I get to deal with every age, size, shape, color, of body, and so... If you name a topic, I can converse <laughs> with anybody about nice. something and carry on a real conversation, not yes. of smoke. Yes. So <laughs> the adaptability to deal with the general public, we can we can yeah. make it
0: work. Absolutely. Well, and and I'll tell you what, uh, as somebody who doesn't work in healthcare, I applaud you, especially right now in these times. So uh we have a hero, uh healthcare hero here on the podcast. Twenty six years. I- <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What am I good at? I'm doing it right now. <laughs> At least I think I am, or people tell me I am. I love to talk. I love to be on a microphone uh, and and share my thoughts and, and just have a good time. You know, be myself. I tell folks when they say, you know, whether you're podcasting, you know, I've done radio shows, I've announced sports. They say, how do you do it? Public speaking or just, you know, and I say, it's, to me, it's like drinking water. It, it,
1: it's your Like gift. breathing.
0: Yeah. It's, it's God's gift. Yeah. So hopefully you're enjoying the gift. And, uh, I know, uh, I'm on another podcast called the concession counter and it's a part of, uh, the people versus happiness. And their mantra is do what makes you happy. Yep. And anytime we're on the podcast together, he says, are you happy today, Chris? I say, yes, I am. You know why? Cause I'm doing a podcast. How can you not smile? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Life's good. Exactly. exactly. All right. Number five, we're, we're almost wrapping things up here, Mike.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: number five is, this is kind of a good one. Okay. What is the
1: best piece of advice you've received? So that's a really interesting one. Um, back in college, some things happened with school and getting accreditation. So I graduated but couldn't take some state boards and I may have been in a pretty long term relationship at that point in time. And we just kind of knew that it was time to mm-hmm. call it quits. And this sounds really funny, but uh, we have a local hardware chain that they give you out free calendars at the end of the year. And on top of my parents microwave, I'm looking at the calendar kind of seeing what's going on. And there was a little word of wisdom at the very bottom. And it said, success is how high you bounce up after you hit the bottom. I've heard that. And you just go, it was the right quote at the right time. And, um, uh, you know, hit some really big challenging things when all of a sudden you become single and all of your schooling doesn't count for anything. Oh my. And the life that I had planned, God kind of put the brakes on to a screeching halt and it ended up being better than I ever could have planned, awesome. it was out of my hands. So it is, man, it's in his hands. You know, you and I are both men of God. We both, uh,
0: yeah. And, in this, this week while I'm back, you know, I've, I've needed to, uh, to rely on where God's pointing me. So, Absolutely. um, Yes. Wonderful, man. Wonderful. Uh, the best piece of advice I've received? Well, a couple of things. Um, one thing was to take care of yourself. Always take care of yourself. You, if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. Correct. Uh, so that's my serious answer. My non-serious answer. <laughs> and and men of a certain age, over 40, <clears throat> uh, an older gentleman that used to be friends of mine or I knew, He'd always tell me, he says, i tell you what, never, never, ever, ever pass up the chance to use the bathroom. <laughs> and for those of you that are listening that are over 40 and are laughing your ass off right now because, you know, Mother Nature calls, you got to roll. <laughs> as, as Optimus says, roll out. out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last question here. Uh, All right. This is a fun one because I got to do this.
1: As a child, what did you wish to become when you grew up? So I think we look at our people around us. You look at people that are solid, that you admire, that are hardworking, whatever. So, you know, my grandpa was my role model as a kid, and he was a farmer. So I wanted to be a farmer. Awesome. But as an adult or getting to be an adult, I didn't have... Millions of dollars for a $600,000 combine or whatever. Right. Um, you make it work, whatever you do. So
0: I applaud our farmers. And, I mean, America needs farmers, just like our, our Iowa Hawkeyes have it on their their uniform. It's uh, not just a cute slogan. No, it isn't. ANF, America needs farmers. Folks, all your food on your table, one way or another, came from a farmer. Absolutely. So mine, so that was it, farmer. Yep. Okay. Mine, when I was three years old, I used to watch a show called Emergency. Oh yeah. Uh, Station 51, Johnny and Roy. Yep. And I still watch it today in my man cave. <laughs> yeah. KMG 365 is right there on my beer fridge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh so from two thousand or from nineteen ninety-six to two thousand six, I gotta do that. I gotta be a firefighter for ten years. Awesome. And Two of my good friends, great friends that I have today, 20-some years later, were firefighters with me. And it's a brotherhood. Once a firefighter, always a firefighter.
1: Absolutely. So
0: I would say that's what I wanted to do when I grew up. Got to do that. And now I'm still not grown up. Never. <laughs> we don't grow up. We get all- we're we all just a bunch of damn kids. Yeah. I'm doing it now. Talking to you guys. Talking to you, Mike. Uh, when I get the chance to be on a radio radio show again, uh, being on a microphone. Uh, I, I would love to be like a Vin Scully or a, uh, Harry, Harry, you know, that kind of, if I was to be, where do I want to go in life? What is to be some kind of, I don't have to be nationally known, but I want to be in a comfortable position using my voice and earning a living.
1: So, So anyway, so folks, I'm telling you right now, this is episode nine. Chris Casey, look and watch for him. The world has not discovered him yet, but
0: I I said yet. I didn't pay him to say that either, just so you know. (laughs) Well, maybe a little moonshine, but anyway. Uh, Mike, this was awesome, man. We need to do this again soon. We will. Um, How about every time I come back? Absolutely. Any final thoughts of these questions or the podcast
1: or just, you know, whatever. What's on your mind? on my mind is just go, people come and go, you know, we have coworkers, we have friends, we have family, but you know, solid people in your life that are, that are there no matter what good friends are just hard to beat. And you know, they're precious. And so we enjoy every second with what we get. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank God for that
0: folks. This was a blast. I hope you enjoy it. I, uh, please reach out to me. If you had fun listening to this, Any of these questions, if you want me to expand more on any of the answers, I'd love to Uh, send me an email. C, the letter C to Shining, letter C, 2019 at gmail.com or respond to me on Twitter at ChrisCasey71. Uh, I'm both of those places. I don't use Facebook. Sorry, I'm a Twitter guy. I don't know too much garbage on Facebook. (laughs) And Folks, I I thank you for hanging out with us, uh, this frivolity that we had today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, folks, like I say, um, folks, next episode is going to be episode 10. 10 episodes since November of 2019. That's awesome. Um, The next episode, I kind of teased in my last question. What was I wanting to be when I grew up? A firefighter. Well, the American firefighter. Uh, history and my time as a firefighter, uh, my other friends as firefighters. I'm going to give you our experiences and what it means to be a firefighter and what they go through every day. Those guys, what they do, not just fighting fires, there's so much more. So I'll share all that with you. That's going to be an exciting episode. I don't know if I have anybody that might sit in with me, um, but I definitely am going to do a firefighter episode next episode so anyway with that wrap it up all right anything else mike nope thanks chris it was fun all right man folks have a great day but a better tomorrow i'm chris casey and this is sea to shining sea